in three, in two, in one. Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for sitting down with me today for this podcast. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be with you today. We call this one, What You Can Do With Your Photographs. In the last year, we've discovered that maybe, just maybe, photographs are not as important as we all thought they once were. In the past, you inspected a property, you took pictures. It was that simple. Well, USPAP doesn't demand photos, and while technically Fannie Mae doesn't either, lenders demanded photos. So as a result, we took photos and we included them in our reports. COVID, however, has shown us that it's not always necessary to put boots in the living room. As a result, it's also not always necessary to provide the client with photographs of the interior of the subject property. So as we look at this, as we look at the changes that have taken place to residential real estate appraisal, one of the lessons that we've learned is photographs, well, important, clearly, are not as important as one time everybody thought they were. So let's talk about photographs, their requirements, their lack of requirements, their standards, their lack of standards, etc. First of all, understand that USPAP has no inspection standard. USPAP does not require you to inspect the subject property. It merely requires you to disclose if you didn't. Now, if you inspect it, disclose that too. And ideally, uh, with a list of when you were there, the time of day, with whom you were there, etc. But the point is, USPAP has no inspection standard. Just merely disclose if you didn't inspect the property. Now, because it has no inspection standard, it doesn't have a photo standard either. In other words, if you don't take photographs of the subject property, that in and of itself is not a USPAP violation. We've all been in situations where the lender said, we got to have interior photographs. Okay, so we take those interior photographs, but we take those not because USPAP demands them, not because Fannie Mae demands them. Technically, it's the lenders who demand them, so we take the photographs to help the lenders out. So USPAP has no photography standard, no photograph standard. Fannie Mae has no photograph standard. USPAP doesn't require the inspector, excuse me, USPAP doesn't require the appraiser to take photographs. Fannie Mae doesn't require the appraiser to take photographs. Contractors can take photographs. Associates can take photographs. Folks, the lender hires can take the photographs. So there's no standard for photographs in either USPAP or Fannie Mae. That's a, that's a lender thing. Fannie Mae has no trouble whatsoever with including MLS photographs in a report. Its only concern is that the appraiser not try to palm them off as the appraiser's own photographs. Fannie Mae can chase this down without any trouble, and if it finds that appraisers are representing that they took those photographs when indeed the appraisers took them out of MLS, there can be some problems. This problem is a function of the misrepresentation of implying the appraiser took the photographs when indeed the appraiser did not. 
of late, it has become popular for other folks to take photographs. That's okay. Sometimes it's the broker. Sometimes it's the property owner. Sometimes it's the appraiser. But the point is, we can rely on those photographs for certain things, not everything. And that's where we're going. Now, if someone else takes photographs, not the appraiser, and the appraiser relies on those photographs as part of his or her value opinion, then it's necessary to disclose that someone else took the photographs. And it's also necessary to disclose that someone else provided significant appraisal assistance to the uh, appraiser who's signing the report. So the key here is if somebody else takes pictures, okay, just disclose that someone provided significant appraisal assistance. Now, this raises the issue, is it necessary to make those photographs subject to an extraordinary assumption that they're right, they're properly done, they properly represent the, the property, etc.? This is a judgment call. USPAP doesn't address that issue. This is a judgment call. It's part of scope of work. Remember, however, that if you use somebody else's photographs as part of your report, you're responsible for what they represent. You're responsible for, for what they don't represent. You're responsible for what's in them. You're responsible for what's not in them. Now, this has raised the issue of inspecting the subject property using photographs. I got a call not terribly long ago from an appraiser who wanted to know if it was proper to indicate that he had inspected the interior of the subject property merely by looking at photographs of the interior of the subject property that someone else had taken. Somewhere he had been told that that was perfectly legitimate. Well, let me read a couple of quotes right out of USPAP. This is from AO number two, happens to be lines 40 to 44. Quote, viewing photographs of a house does not constitute a personal inspection by the appraiser. So it's okay to look at photographs of the interior house. That's, that's not the problem. But the appraiser must disclose that in looking at those photos, he or she did not inspect the property. That's the issue, proper disclosure. Then FAQ number 191 asks the question, does inspecting photos of the interior of the property constitute a personal inspection of a subject property? And USPAP is strangely concise with its answer. The very first word in the sentence answering the question is no. So the question, does inspecting photos constitute a personal inspection of the subject property? The answer is no. And to imply differently in the report is misleading, something that state appraisal boards and the appraisal foundation get rather upset about. So the appraiser's question, can I look at photographs of the subject property and consider it inspected? The answer is no. You can look at the subject property, or excuse me, you can look at photos of the subject property, but you must disclose that you didn't inspect it. And then again, if you choose to use those photographs, you're responsible for what's in them, and you're responsible for what isn't in them if that becomes an issue. 
We'll talk about more issues such as this one in future podcasts, but I wanted to open this question up because it's obviously weighing on appraisers' minds. Now, with these answers we've been through today, there is no reason for that to happen in the future. I'm Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate. It's been an honor to be with you today. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. If you need to get in touch with me, please do so. My email is tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. My website is theappraisersadvocate.com. You can go to YouTube and see a lot of my interviews with the movers and shakers in the real estate appraisal industry. Just go to YouTube and type in The Appraisers Advocate. I look forward to working with you. It will be an honor to do so. Please let me extend my best to you and to your family. And we're clear. Oh, and by the way, are your professional fees high enough?